Hey, it's Tom. Just wanted to say that the Erica Durant's joining Tom Bowling in Crisis on Infinite Earth News just dropped after I finished recording. So I added a little bit at the end talking about Erica Durant's. Now to the podcast. Welcome to the Superman Confidential Podcast. I'm Tom, your host. And as the name might suggest, I'm going to be talking about Superman today. Some actual news to get into. I'm certainly going to be getting into Tom Welling joining the Crisis on Infinite Earths CW crossover, but I'll jump into a couple other little pieces of Superman news. First, the voice cast for the animated Superman Red Sun movie has been announced by TV Insider. So Jason Isaacs, who I most know as Lucius Malfoy in Harry Potter, those Harry Potter movies, several of them he was in, is going to be voicing Superman, the Red Sun Superman. He's also voiced Rachel Ghoul, Sinestro, Lex Luthor, and Metron in a few different DC animated movies in the past. A surprising choice, to be sure, but I think it actually makes sense within the context of Red Sun. And I, of course, know, knowing him as Malfoy, I have a very specific vision of him. But if you listen to him talk and other things, his voice is very different. And you can see him playing that Red Sun Superman. And I, th- I think that's a pretty interesting choice that I wouldn't have expected, but makes sense. Diedrich Bader, who has done a lot of things, but is well known for voice roles of Batman and Batman the Brave and the Bold and the upcoming Harley Quinn animated series is going to be Lex Luthor. Again, very surprising. Very strange. This one makes a little bit less sense to me. I really like Diedrich Bader, but I wouldn't think of him as Lex Luthor. So I'm wondering how that will come off overall. It, it, it is He's obviously got a very different voice from Rain Wilson, but it's kind of similar in some ways in in sort of the way they talk, or at least that's that's kind of a similar to Rain Wilson, who's been doing a lot of Lex Luthor in the in-universe animated movies. So I wonder if that's their new kind of status quo for Lex Luthor or what. But I wonder if he'll get to bring any of his dry humor. I can see definitely places for that as Lex Luthor. Amy Acker, who has been an angel alias and some other things, is going to be Lois Lane. This one actually makes quite a bit of sense to me. Uh, her voice seems like a good fit for Lois. Vanessa Marshall will be Wonder Woman. Phil, Mar- Phil Morris, who was Martian Manhunter in Smallville. Silas Stone in Doom Patrol is going to be James Olsen. Some other characters that are going to show up, Brainiac, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, Green Lanterns, Batman, John F. Kennedy, Superior Man, Joseph Stalin. Uh, so it just from the voice cast, the characters included here, it looks like it's going to be relatively faithful, at least to the Red Sun comic book, which makes sense if you're doing a direct adaptation you want to do that and like i said with most of the voice cast it kind of seems strange in at first but that the fact that it seems strange it seems off kind of feels right because that's i mean shouldn't red sun superman feel off a little bit to us and not you know you wouldn't want to cast necessarily the the characters that would you would want in a different superman movie in an in continuity superman movie so that almost makes sense that there are surprising choices, and it will be strange to hear uh, a Superman that sounds like that, and maybe a Lex Luthor that sounds like that it will be a little bit strange. And so I think that might actually help the fact that it, it, it being an Elseworlds type thing. It's going to be directed by Sam Liu, who's done a bunch of different animated movies, written by J.M. DeMatteis, who's done a long-time comic book writer, but has done a lot of animation as well. There was a first-look image released, and it looks good. looks good. The animation style is just the upper body of red sun superman there so it doesn't give us a, a a great look at the world or anything but we can see what he looks like and it's very very similar to the comic book style i think the the shield is all black in the background 
and I don't think that's the case in the comic, but it's not a huge difference in the, it's not really a blue, it's more of a darkish gray blue that is the main color along with the red for the rest of the costume. So yeah, um, again, Red Sun's not one of my favorite stories. This isn't really something I'm terribly excited about seeing, but I, I, this is a good voice cast if you're going to do this. Um, it looks pretty interesting with what they're going to do here, and it looks like it will be released the first quarter of 2020. I'm guessing probably the way they usually follow these things. It's going to be late January on digital, early February on physical media. That's how those first DC animated movies of the year usually come out. Elsewhere, a deleted Superman scene from the 2018 Elseworlds CW crossover was released by Entertainment Weekly. This is going to be on the Flash Season 5 box set as a deleted scene. And it is a pretty cool scene. I got to say, it's Clark Kent and Oliver Queen, who was the Flash at the time, if you remember in Elseworlds. It's them racing around. Oliver's trying to figure out his speed, how to use his powers. And they're on the Kent farm in Smallville. Uh, it's a really cool, really cool scene. Probably one of my favorite, one of the best uses of Superman in this multiverse, the way they have they use him here. And one of the best, better scenes of Tyler Hecklin as Superman. Tough to think of one that's significantly better than this. Um, nothing earth shattering or anything, but they do a little race. And then Clark tells a story of when he was 10 and with Mon Pa and how he was figuring out his powers and his speed in particular there. And I am a sucker for Mon Pa Kent stories told by Clark Kent. So I'm obviously going to like this here, but it's done. You know, I just, I just like the way it's handled. This is a cool way to use a Superman considering he's been Superman for what, at least 15 or 16 years on his earth. And he should be a veteran and experienced, provide some wisdom to the other heroes there. So a really good scene. Uh, would I have loved to have seen this in the crossover? Sure, of course. I I suppose I understand, you know, they have to cut it because A, time, and B, if you're going to have a, this is over a minute scene, a slower scene in a crossover that's already kind of slow. Uh, it's a little slower paced. So I can see wanting to get rid of that A for time. And also, if you're going to have some of these slower moments, unfortunately, it doesn't make sense to have it with Superman. You need to have those moments. They want to have those moments with their leads, with uh, Oliver and Barry and, and Kara. Because those are the leads of the shows. And as we know, Clark is just a supporting character here. So as cool as a, cool of a scene as it is, I'm not shocked that it was cut, even though... It, I mean, if this was in the crossover, it might have been my favorite scene in the crossover. But that's that's just how it goes sometimes. In some comic book news, Robert Venditti has announced that he will be taking over as the writer on the Superman Giant series on Twitter. He announced that these are those big books, 100-page giants that appear in Walmart and Target. Now they've been re redone. There's a new 2.0 version coming out soon or, or out now. They've kind of changed it up. I remember when this first came out, I think this is a great idea, these Superman Giants. And when they first came out with Superman Giant number one, I was all excited, went and got it. And it was only 12 pages, I think, of original Superman story, and the rest were reprints. You know, there was a Green Lantern story, some other things in there, but $5 for 12 pages of new story was a bit steep for me. I thought so. I, I haven't been collecting these. I'm waiting for these. I'm glad they're coming out in a trade where you can get all those stories collected. Uh, but I think this is a great idea just because it's not necessarily for me if you you know these aren't really made for people who are already buying comics they're made for people who are at Walmart and might be interested in buying comics I get that um, so I think it's a really cool idea and I'm excited to see what Venditti does I mean I might not read it until the 
it comes out in trades, but I guess they're they're including more original content now. So I think it's 24 pages of new story. So that's cool. And as far as Venditti, I'm not terribly familiar with his work. I, he's done a lot of comic works on the year. I think he's done Hawkman recently and some other things. I've heard good things about him. I think the only thing I might have read him in was there was a Green Lantern New Gods crossover a few years back that I read. Um, I don't even remember which issues he worked on or anything like that. It's been a while since I read that. So I'm not, I don't know what to expect from him, but he did say on Twitter that Superman is his favorite superhero. So that's got me excited to see what he might want to do with that. And yeah, it's cool to see another creator getting a chance at, at Superman right now. I believe Tom King was, was writing these before. Um, like I said, I haven't read all of them yet, but pretty cool to see what Venditti cooks up for the Superman Giant series. Okay, the big news to talk about. Tom Welling has just been announced will be reprising his role as Clark Kent from Smallville for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Just very recently came out. Um, wow. I have a lot of thoughts and I'm not, I'm not even sure I've fully processed this yet. On the one hand, uh, this is the star of my favorite television series of all time, returning to play my favorite character of all time in the biggest DC Comics crossover of all time. That's very exciting on the surface level. I'm very excited about that. Similar to what I said about Brandon Routh. Um, like, wow, uh, wasn't, you know, not something I ever really was certain would happen. Tom Mullen coming back to play Clark Kent, and it doesn't even sound like it was a certainty until very recently. So, I am very excited on that. Like I said, with Routh, I have a ton of questions, a ton and ton of questions that I will get to. Um, but on the surface level, that's very exciting, meaning we have three Supermen now. Brandon Routh and Tyler Hecklin also are going to appear in Crisis on Infinite Earths. No idea how much any of them will show up. Could be one scene. They could all each be in one scene separately. Uh, they could have a big role and be in multiple episodes each or something in between. Uh, I will say it's cool Cool what Mark Guggenheim said. Uh, he said, for eight years, Arrow has stood on the shoulders of Smallville. Simply put, there would be no Arrow and no Arrowverse without it. So when we first started talking about Crisis on Infiters, our first, second, and third priorities were getting Tom to reprise his iconic role as Clark Kent. To say that we were thrilled would be a Superman-sized understatement. Stephen Amell on Twitter said that there'd be no crossover without Tom Welling, so Tom Welling is in the crossover. That's it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cool to see. I think this is the first time I've ever really seen anyone involved with Arrow give that much praise to Smallville. Anyone in the Arrowverse to come right out and say Arrow has stood on the shoulders of Smallville. Uh, I I think that's cool. Uh, as a big Smallville fan myself, of course, uh, I've never really got the sense that they, they, they've they shied away from Smallville. And I know some actors have been in Smallville or have been in the Arrowverse and and some creatives have said nice things, but uh, that's the first, you know, the most concrete thing I've said. So I think that's really cool. And yeah, obviously the Arrowverse deserves a ton of respect for being successful, but yeah, it's hard to think that a show about Green Arrow would have been greenlit back in 2012, if not for, you know, WB and the CW having 10 years of Smallville and Green Arrow being one of the breakout characters of that show. So that's a very good point. Now, when they say those things, uh, there'd be no crossover without Tom Mulling, and he was their first, second, and third priority. That makes me think, oh my gosh, you're going to have a huge role for him. Uh, that was my first instinct. I don't think that's the case, um, mainly because Guggenheim 
shared a while back that they the scripts were done and they just closed the deal after that with Tom Welling. Meaning, yeah, I think they must have finished the scripts either not knowing or not knowing Tom Welling would be involved or hoping he would be involved, but not sure how much. So my guess is it's not a huge role, but, you know, we can always hope for a little bit more. But, yeah, I'm guessing it it is relatively small. Of course, they've still got time. They haven't started shooting yet. They're still a few weeks or a month away from shooting. And that is a long time to redo drafts of TV. Uh, that's, a, that's a long time in the TV business to rewrite things. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep expectations in check. Three Supermen, that sounds awesome. Like they're, you know, I'd love to see them have a huge role, and I'd love to see more Supermen. But I just don't know how likely that is. We can remember, you know, how much screen time John Wesley Shipple had last year. Remember the fact that this crossover needs to service five shows and their history and all their characters, none of which star a Superman, let alone three different Supermen. So I think it's it's wise to realize Tom Mulling might just be in a scene. Or it might just be an extended cameo. I think it's more than just a, a non-speaking cameo or they wouldn't go out of their way to announce it so soon. But do I, I certainly don't think he's going to be in four or five episodes and be one of the main characters. And and like I've said before, Chris Infiners is a DC-wide event. So as much as I would love to see more Superman stuff in it, it is something that should honor DC and DC TV history as a whole. And, you know, not just anyone's favorite character. I know a big question for many people will be, is he going to wear the suit? Is he going to wear the costume? Will he actually be full-on Superman? Will we see that in Crisis? I don't know. Uh, Guggenheim specifically mentioned Clark Kent. Obviously, in the Smallville universe, 2019, Superman is well-established. So if he was going to show up, you might think that would be that. I'm sure it just comes down to whether Welling wants to appear in a suit or not. You know, In the past, he has been shy from doing that does he still want to is he still not interested in that or is he willing to for a one-time thing or something like that i don't know um you would think uh he would if he's coming back it would be in the suit but maybe he's just saying hey i'll show up as clark kent with glasses on for one episode and give me a couple scenes and then that's it i don't know it's a big deal for a lot of people but i understand that another thing is I love the way Smallville ended. I know some people don't. I love the finale. It was the the entire point of the show was about taking Clark Kent to the place where he's comfortable revealing himself to the world and has earned the right to be called Superman. And that's the way the show ended. And I thought it was beautiful and loving that. And I almost want, I almost don't want the show to be touched again, even though I, I love the Smallville season 11 for comics, for example, and love the would love the an animated series or something like that that continues Smallville, I think it ended so well, and now I'm kind of worried on one hand uh, that people who have nothing to do with small, you know, I'm kind of as a fan where you get protective of of what you love, and you see people who had nothing to do with Smallville now getting their hands on it or whatever, and and it's kind of scary. Um, My hope is that they'll treat not just Smallville, but all the other shows, the John Wesley Ship, 90s Flash Show, uh, Burt Ward, anybody else who shows up, treats them with respect and and their aware of how to take care of those characters and how to handle them. One thing that's cool, A, Welling is, was a creative on Smallville at the end? I don't, you know, he was involved as an executive producer and got more involved behind the scenes. He did directing and things like that and had a an investment creatively in Smallville. 
So I don't think he would do anything that he didn't feel was in character. Now, I still don't know if Welling has ever read a Superman comic book. I don't think so. But he does know his Smallville character, and hopefully he wouldn't sign on for, you know, he wouldn't read a script and think that's nothing like what Mike Clark would do, but I'll do it anyway. I don't think that. Another thing is Caroline Dries, who was a writer on Smallville from seasons five to eight, is part of the Crisis on Infinite Earths writing staff as she's the showrunner of Batwoman and creator of that show. So I think it's neat that there is at least a couple people involved who do have a hand in, in Smallville's history and that kind of thing. But like I said, with with Crisis in the past, and especially now, if you're saying Smallville is one of the infiniters out there involved with this, man, I hope they don't just bring in Smallville, return Smallville to see to kill off Clark Kent or to have the Smallville universe erased or anything like that. Uh, I really just don't want to see that. Uh, so more than ever, I really hope that there are still multiple Earths left. Uh, maybe not infinite, but maybe 552, whatever, after after Crisis and Smallville is, you know, Clark can go back, Smallville Clark can go back to Lois and things can resume there, you know, that, that whole Earth. Because as fans, you know, especially with the way the show ended, you have in your head, okay, this is where things are now with Superman and, and you have that. And so I hope it's just not, you know, just bring back the character to, because knowing some fans are going to have an emotional connection and then erase them, kill them off or whatever, just for an emotional response, I hope. Uh, they're bringing him back for something cooler than that. And yeah, it is, it is Smallville is able to go back to normal. Obviously, there's going to be deaths and destruction going on in Crisis. But I, I hope all these guest stars and cameos aren't just brought in to be erased. I'm also curious, will we see Hecklin, Routh, Welling, any other Supermen who show up have a scene together? We'll see. Uh, man, especially seeing Routh and Welling together, that would be really neat. Um Hecklin too. Obviously, I'm more attached to Welling and even Routh than, than Hecklin because uh, we've known them for longer in the role. Uh, it would be cool to see them together. I also wonder if any other Smallville characters would show up. I know a lot of people want Michael Rosenbaum. I would be great with that. Uh, but what about Erica Durant? That would be the number one I would most want to see Erica Durant as Lois Lane. You know, if Clark is there, it makes sense for Lois as well. And Durant has been on Supergirl in the past, so they they she's obviously knows the producers and could make that happen yeah you can explain away why she looks like Kara's mom but I, I don't really care at this point it's just a fan service thing so showing that but Lois would be a big one I would want to see whether she's like in the crisis comics reporting the news she's got a couple emotional scenes with Clark or something like that I think there's a lot of ways you can handle it but that would definitely be smallville wise obviously that's the number one character I would like to see and then there's tons of characters who would make sense to cameo. Obviously, Justin Hartley's Green Arrow. Elena Huffman is Black Canary. Aquaman is out there. Uh, so lots of different characters that would be cool to see. I don't know if this will be rele but I, relevant, but I wonder if they'll keep the 2019 as we know it in Smallville's continuity intact. Uh, we did have flash forwards to 2017 and 2018 in the show. And obviously, at that time, Superman's established. Lex Luthor was elected president in 2018 because that was the election year. In, in that universe, I guess. Lois and Clark probably finally got married. That's what was teased in, in 2018. So, yeah. Uh, I wonder if that would be relevant. You know, would President Lex call on Superman if he saw there was a crisis and, and wanted to do something about that? I don't know. And again, I don't even know if this would be relevant, but there was the awesome season 11 comic books. 
they had a crisis of their own sorts dealing with the monitors and everything like that. That was the final volume, volume nine, if you read it in a trade paperback continuity. Uh, so it's kind of, that's definitely something I want to reread. Remember what the crisis was like in Smallville. I doubt that will be relevant or they will pay attention to that. I do hope nothing conflicts, but why would that? And so we've got three supermen now. Are they going to survive? I I don't know. Uh, that seems unlikely just knowing what kind of carnage is in the crisis and infinite story that there would be if you would have three of the same character that all would survive and at most one could survive if there is if there is only a single earth left at the end so again wonder how they will handle that i don't want to bring in these supermen just to kill them off I, I don't you know that would be disappointing again you can always do any kind of story infinite crisis whatever return the multiverse return these characters down the line but it wouldn't surprise me if one was dead like i I don't want to see Tyler Hecklin killed just because, you know, to reenact the reverse, the Chris Senator's number seven cover. Um, it wouldn't shock me if that happens, but uh, it might feel a little cheap that they just bring him in bring in a guest star and try to have an emotional connection with it because he's Superman and then kill him off. I would be disappointed. I don't think it would shock me. Uh, I hope not to see that. I hope they think of a, a better way, a more creative way to, to handle those kind of things. And, and pay respect to the comics, but we will have to see. And so there's still more Superman out there. Again, we don't know how big of a role these three are going to have, but if there's cameos coming, uh, John Hames Newton, Gerard Christopher, both from Superboy. There's Dean Kane, of course. I know a lot of people would love to see Dean Kane, probably one of the more requested ones out there, him and Terry Hatcher. Uh, Tim Daly and George Newbern are, are there from animation, considering Kevin Conroy is going to be appearing. So some more cool Superman stuff maybe could be cameoing on the whole i like i've said in the past this has to be the most anticipated superman event you know in the near future i can't think of anything more exciting for a superman fan uh krypton's canceled there's no movie in development that we know of or anything like that so having a five episode event where there are three supermen appearing three supermen reprising their role that's awesome I mean, this is certainly going to be my most anticipated five episodes of TV since at least the Smallville finale. So with all this hype and buzz and expectations also comes more pressure. So I hope the show is the series, the different series are able to deliver on a, a truly epic story and a great premise that they have here to work with, with having all of these characters, all of these great characters and, and actors. And yeah, something I'm very much looking forward to and i'm back so erica drance is also joining the crisis on infinite earths crossover this was just announced of course known for playing lois lane on smallville and awesome lois lane if i may say so uh like I, I i had said earlier if i could see one person from smallville or for anything really now that tom welling is joining crisis one other actress actor character reprising that role it would be erica durant as lois lane so i am very very excited cautiously very optimistic um really if i could see any two actors reprise their role in anything one time if i had you know if i could snap my fingers and one time see any two people return to their roles it would be tom willing and erica durant as clark Kent and lois lane from smallville so 
man, I'm excited. Uh, again, all the things that apply to Tom Welling is still there. And nervousness with how it's going to be handled. I hope they, you know, get those characters right, even if they only get a couple lines each. I hope they get their relationship right and their their dialogue right. And, you know, there's something very specific about the way Erica Durant plays Lois Lane. So I hope she brings that to the show. Um, man, I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be emotional seeing them back. Uh, it's cool to see the buzz, the hype coming from this. Tom Welling was trending, I don't know where. I think it might have been worldwide, at least in the United States, for a long time when the news dropped. And I'm sure there's going to be very positive reception to Erica Durant. I know she has a lot of fans as Lois Lane, and that's huge. I'm very excited. One thing that was in the news is that Erica Durant will appear in multiple episodes. That's one of the rare ones that says, rare casting announcements that says how many episodes that they're going to be in in Crisis. Well, it didn't say how many, but at least be multiple. So two episodes at least. Uh, so again, could be one scene in two different episodes for all we know, but it's exciting and I'm glad to see her again. Uh, that makes you assume Tom Welling would be in multiple episodes, but you know, like uh, Lois Lane could appear without Superman again, whether it's reporting the news, tracking down part of the story or something like that. You could, you could fit that in different ways, but seeing them and seeing them together, presumably, whether it's on the Kent farm or, or at the daily planet, when the crisis hits, it's very, Durant's previously has played Allura, Kara's mom on Supergirl. I don't know if they'll address that. If there will be a place in the story to address that, uh, last year, obviously they did that with John Wesley ship as Grant Gustin's father. So I don't know if they will do that again, or if, you know, for whatever reason that doesn't happen. Uh, I wouldn't think Allura would, fit into crisis on infinite earth I, I just don't there's just so many characters i wouldn't think allure would be up there uh, i know a lot of people want to see all the supporting characters and everything but i think there's only so many you can fit so a character who's only appeared a few times over the course of the series i don't know although you know you would think the monitor would say maybe i should go to this colony of kryptonians bring them under a yellow sun for a little bit and send them after the anti-monitor obviously there's story reasons not to do that uh mainly because you don't it's a crisis it's a dc event you don't want to just see kryptonians so uh you want to let all the other heroes and characters shine but yeah man wow uh tom willing and erica dance are back for crisis on infinite earths uh expectations continue to raise for this crossover and i'm just very excited by far the piece of media piece of entertainment that I'm looking forward to more than anything for the near future or, you know, as far as I can see for anything planned. I'm very much looking forward to this. Welling and Durant's uh, back is, is really cool. Uh, if they're, you know, I, I know there's some people have talked about wanting to see a Superman show or a Superman family show with Clark and Lois maybe raising a son with, with Tyler Hecklin and Bitsy Tolick having a kid. Uh, I think that would be really cool to see a show like that with Tom Welling and Erica Durant. That would be a spiritual spiritual and story sequel to Smallville where they're raising a kid and maybe a, a 10-year-old John Kent or whatever. And you can hit on some of those same themes of Smallville, but also move that, that universe's stories forward would be huge. I, I don't think we're going to get that, but um, maybe this opens the door. Maybe this is a one-time thing with Welling and Durant, or maybe it opens the door that they would maybe show up on a, a future crossover or 
you know, be be interested in returning to those characters in the future if the stances allow it. So very exciting news. Uh, and that's it uh, for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back soon.